Welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here, and it's episode 74. And Nigel and I are doing this one from lockdown in our own homes. Um, Nigel, you know, this is an unprecedented time, right? It's unprecedented times. But as you said, this is episode 74. We've been in different countries, we've been in different parts of the world. Nothing is going to stop us. Because if you have a mission to inspire and empower the world, you will find a way. We will find a way to create history. We're going to be one of the few podcasts that are consistently doing what we always did. And for two monkeys, well, especially this one, that we've even got to 74 is a miracle. But there are too many people who are wanting to change their whole lives. You know, every morning you wake up and if you've got bad breath, at least you've got breath. You know, and that's a start in the morning. There are too many people who are just can't cope with the way it is but you have to wake up in the morning you have breakfast you're allowed to go out for an hour's walk which i said before is 59 minutes longer than most people have ever walked and unfortunately my dog is injured as of this morning so i can't even go out for a walk with him so I, i'm going to take an invisible lead with me because i'm not used to walking on the streets without a dog but i'm still getting dressed and i'm still getting showered and i'm still going to do some work and i'm still producing material and I'm still looking at doing some webinars for some of my clients. I'm doing some coaching online. And whilst things have changed dramatically, I'm trying to be what I call as normal as I can be so my mind is sane. Yep. I, I don't know I'm, what I'm, you're doing on a daily morning, afternoon basis, but I was never in front of my screen for nine hours a day anyway. So what are you doing, Neil, to keep yourself sane? It's a really good question, and it's, it's one of those interesting things. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm grateful for the fact that I've kind of learned to live life on life's terms and as life comes, you know. So I already have a, a kind of approach to life that says stuff will come up that I don't expect and I've maybe never dealt with before, and I'll deal with it as it comes and as it happens. Now, that doesn't mean I never get concerned about what might happen in the future, because I think it's a normal thing for human beings to do. But I'm much better at pulling myself back from that and going, well, what's going on now? What can I do about now? You know, how can I show up now? Um, similar, you know, similar to, I'm sure you, I've had a bunch of work that's been cancelled or postponed because when you speak at live events, guess what? There are no live events during lockdown. So, you know, some of what I'm doing has changed. Um, but I've been working on some longer term projects and trying to get some some progress and momentum made on those. I've been. So making, how is your book coming? Well, that's one. Of, that's actually one of the things that I've been doing some work on is the book. You know, I've been making more progress getting that getting that book closer to completion. Um, the other big thing I've been doing though is being gentle with myself. So if I wake up in, I know some people are going, you know, give yourself a strict routine, get up at this time, do this, you know, give yourself set times or everything. And I know some people are giving that advice. My advice is much more, look, we're in an unprecedented time. I'm going to do what actually feels right for me in any given moment. And if there are certain days where I feel less productive, I'm going to accept that and embrace that. And if there are days where I really knuckle down and get focused, I will accept that and embrace that. But I'm not, I'm not going to turn every day into a weekend, but I'm not also going to be like you know, ridiculously regimented in the way that I might normally be, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's a really important message that we don't have to be doing everything exactly the same way. 
So, you know, yesterday I had quite a lazy day, but I had a lot of coaching in the afternoon, which is a bit unusual because I'm much better. Some people may or may not know. I'm one of the best in the world, in my opinion, between eight and two o'clock. And after two o'clock, I deteriorate quite quickly. But I'm, I'm learning to adjust what I'm doing. But I'm also looking after me. And it's hard because selfishly, I'm much better inspiring and empowering the world. I'm having to learn to inspire and empower me sometimes. And because I've finished my book, you know, in, in a way, if I'd have known what was going on, I'd have been writing my book, Zookeeper Rules for the Office Now. Because I've finished it all and I'm exhausted from writing and we've sent it out to literally thousands of people, the intention in my head of writing another book just doesn't sit well with me because I'm not in the right space. But I know there are people here who are writing, who are setting up podcasts. What's interesting whenever I hear about people creating online courses, I've made a decision that I'm going to offer my services to as many people as possible for their remote teams for the least amount of money possible. And for a number of my charity clients, for my NHS work, especially the NHS, who are doing the most phenomenal job, we're not even charging them because we want to give back but we need to earn some money along the way. So there are some things where we are charging. We've got people buying our books. And I don't feel guilty about that because the best thing you can do for the poor, by the way, is not be one of them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, um, it's an interesting and challenging time. I've seen a few people who are clearly just trying to profit from the situation, which I think is, you know, morally wrong. And also, I think it's business suicide to, you know, to be like hiking prices for things right now. Why would you do that? Right. People will remember. Well, my, vet has my vet has just done this. We, my dog just got injured this morning. And instead of it being 30 pound phone call, they're charging 44. It, now, the, the vet's working from home. People will remember how they're treated during this period. And that will reflect who they want to deal with afterwards, right? It's, it's insane. And that's a really cool message. How you treat people in times of need and in times of difficulty, people remember for a lot longer than the special things we're doing. So everyone who's listening to this, remember, people have a long-term memory on people on shit behavior. And people have a very bad memory for great behavior. Yeah, it's, it's very, very true. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can think of at least one airline I would never fly with again because of the experience I had. That was one experience with that airline that's put me off ever using it. There are other airlines where it's been mediocre, it's not been great, but I've had some good experiences, and so I forgive. But this one airline, I only ever flew with them once. I'll never fly with them again because the service was that bad, and I remember it clear as anything. Whereas, like you say, you know, those really positive experiences – there are some standout ones, but we talk about them less, don't we? We talk more about the way that we were treated badly by a business and the reason we don't want to deal with that particular company anymore. And, you know, if you're one of those companies right now that's behaving in a way where people are going, hang on a minute, you know, why are you trying to profit? Why are you trying to profit from a situation that nobody, I'm not saying nobody should be making money in, but we shouldn't be trying to profit more because of this situation we're in. You know, it's either kind of business is normal or modified in some way to fit. But a bit like you said, Nigel, you know, I've, I've already said to a bunch of my coaching clients, the, the exact same kind of thing you've said, which is, you know, if you need me more, you call me. You know, if, if you work with me already and you need me more, you call me. If you don't work with me, but we've worked together in the past and I can help you in some way, you call me. This isn't about how do I make the most money from you during this situation. It's about how do I help you because I care about you because I've worked with you now or in the past. And, you know, that's 
that's really what my whole remit is. It's like, how do I, how do I help people? How do I empower people in their teams? Not what's in it for me. Now I've got bills to pay same as everybody else, but that's not the number one priority. You know, we're in a time of crisis. Let's get through the time of crisis together. Then we can figure out where we go from there. And, And I think that idea of what you said about crisis for a lot of people, it's been a week and a bit. And I get, you know, my conference work for May, June, July has all just been postponed. And these are strange times. But there's lots of things I can do. And, you know, my daughter's now living at home with us. And it's great that I get a chance to spend some amazing quality time with my daughter. My, to- my poor dog until today has never been on so many walks. Anytime someone's left the house, the poor dog thinks, oh, my God, they- we're taking- being taken out again. Um, I'm-, I'm about to do some cooking this afternoon, I think. This will be the first time in, I think, 35 years. I don't want to backlash here. I don't cook. I've never cooked. But I'm going to have a bit of an experiment cooking this afternoon. So it's a chance to try new things. But it's also a chance to reflect on what you actually want. And I was sharing with a couple of my clients about now's the time to begin looking at yourself at a really different level about what's important, what do you want, what don't I want, and what don't I need. So a lot of people have been looking at some of their bills and thinking, I think I could cut back on some of this. And Sky Sports has just been amazing. The amount of people who said, I don't think I need all of these extras. And we can probably cut back 20 pounds here, 40 pounds here. And then you say to people, why haven't you done that for years? You know, switching gas bills and all these things. The switching companies have never had it so good because people have got time now on their hands to do all the things we've always wanted to do. There was a lovely joke where someone said, you know, for years, I want to know why I haven't cleaned my house properly. And now I realize it wasn't the time that it wasn't that I, it wasn't the time that was the problem. You know, we, we, we use excuses all the time. And now there are no more excuses because you have the time to do those things you always wanted to do. And you'll really realize in about three months time that the things you said you always wanted to do and you've not done, that's because you didn't really want to do them. Yep. Completely, completely agree. Completely agree. There are lots of things that get put off for, like you say, for when I have time. Well, right now, depending on what those things are, you have time. You have time, you know. But, a lot but you of, know that there are things that you genuinely don't want to do, and that's been a great excuse. And we kind of always joke, you know, there's reasons or results. What are some of the results you want to create for this year? And what could you do by 1%, 10%, 20% to make it happen or start to make it happen? So everyone who's wanted to write a book, you're not going to complete the book by next week. You probably don't even know how to. But over the next four or five weeks, maybe we'll give some guidance in things you can do to help create memories. You know, I have a friend who calls it an, an autobiography. And it's things I ought to do over the next 10 years, not things I, sh- I have done in the past. So an autobiography, auto think, things I ought to do in the next week, month, five years, 10 years. So people should be creating their dream places they want to go to, things they want to see places they want to be with and that's just a very cool idea so Reg if you're listening I love that one yeah no that that is really cool that is really cool and I do think you know now even if some of the things you want to do you can't do during this current lockdown climate and I'm assuming at the time you listen to this which is going to be a couple of weeks if you're listening to it on the podcast rather than on the Facebook live it's going to be a couple of weeks time that you listen to this but I imagine we'll still be in lockdown at that point yeah there might be some things you can't physically do whilst in lockdown but you can plan for them for when it comes out you can do your research, you can do your preparation. You know, if you've got a business that you've had to mothball, 
My focus right now, if I was in that situation, would be, well, what do I need to have ready for when I come out on the other end? You know, what's my customer base going to want when they come out of lockdown? Um, Nigel, you know I work with a lot of like letting agents, estate agents and stuff like that. I guarantee you, uh, well, let me backpedal slightly. After Christmas, there is always a peak for business for letting agents and estate agents because people over the Christmas period realize they want to introduce changes in their domestic arrangements. As in that might be the end of a relationship. It might be the start of a new one. It might be the deepening of one. I almost guarantee you this lockdown period is going to have the same effect. Now, how do you prepare for that kind of thing? Knowing it's not happening now but it's likely to happen when this is over and everyone's allowed out into the world again. And whatever your business is, you know, the thing that people needed you for before this, how are they going to need you for it after this? What's potentially going to have changed? How are you prepared for that? And also, how are you communicating with your customers now? Because the real reality... And that is a really cool point, because this is the real chance to look at some profiling tools. And I'm not going to advertise any special profiling tools, but it's a zoo around here really would work. <laughs> Seriously, this is a time to go through all of your database to think, do I know my clients? Do I know my landlords? Do I know my purchasers? Do I know my applicants? If you run a shop, if you look at the people who've ordered for you on mail order, are you aware of their buying requirements and what they want? Because if you can communicate in their language, which is what zookeeping has always been about, then and we're not going to go over it all again. But I'm telling you now, now is the real time to understand your clients' needs and wants. And the more you practice zookeeping at its core level, the better chance you're going to have a success. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll look at that for more people. Awesome. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, as always, if you're listening to us on iTunes or on Spotify, you know, or on Stitcher or Google Podcasts or any of those tools, we would love you to share the episode with other people. So just take a screenshot of your phone or the device you're listening on and share that screenshot with other people. And we also love it when you leave us a review. So we would love you to do that. Um, for those of you that are tuning in live, we're going to do another episode in a minute. Uh, and just for the record, what we would normally do is end about here. And then there'll be some editing that goes on to put the music in at the beginning and the end of the show. And quite often, Nigel has like a little word of wisdom after that music. So Nigel, over to you. So my word of wisdom is how to become a real champion and look after yourself and be your own cheerleader. So are you cheerleading yourself? Or are you expecting external applause? And so I'm going to do this for you, Neil. Good job today. Same to you, I'm mate. I'm also applauding myself because sometimes, you know, we've done it for the NHS who are doing the most amazing job. We just sometimes need to applaud ourselves for doing a great job. Be your own cheerleader. Awesome.